hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of LRJ Podcast and Chill. We have obviously myself, Ryan here, John and Leslie, and today Hello. we have a special, special guest, a good friend of mine, joining us today, David. So I met David. So hi, David. Thanks for coming on. Hi, David. Hey, Ryan, Leslie, Jonathan. Hey, nice to meet you guys. Hello. Hello, hello. So David, I always have someone who I have highly respect on, right? Because he, he, you know, I, I, I know him. I don't know why. Through, uh, <laughs> you know, Eva, our common friend. Wait, what? I don't know why. Please, please explain, Ryan. I'm trying to explain. I'm explaining. So, um, you know, ever since, ever since I met him, like every time he say something, he means it and he does it, right? He's not a flaky guy. And uh, it puts in a lot of effort whenever he comes in. He shows up for games. I have a lot of respect for him. And also, like, someone that I think is pretty um, down to earth. So someone I, you know, see as, like, a big brother, to be honest. Oh. And he, used to, wow. he, used to, he used to paddle. He used to paddle as well. And it's funny enough, right, because he started dragon boating before I do. And he's been telling me all these good things about it. So when I joined, uh, we, we didn't get a chance to race against each other, but we, we've been in the same race before. Uh, but it's a shame. It's a shame that he's taking a break now. So maybe in future, he will consider joining us, but that's another topic for another episode. So today, we're very happy to have David here to talk, talk to us about what's marriage and adjusting to living with your significant half is like, right? Uh, obviously, David is married now for how many years, David? Four. Four years. Marriage is a big Four topic, years. so let's keep it let's keep it as open ended as possible. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Have, so, because yeah. John, myself, and Leslie, we're we're all in a relationship. We're not married, right? So we're just wondering, you know, how is it like living a with your significant half? First of all, and second of all, it's like, oh, what's marriage like? Like, what's the life after? Can we yeah, rewind just, a just bit, though? Like, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, sure. How about like marriage in the first place? Like, why do we even need to get married? Even oh, yes, before I got yes. married, it was yes, just like, that's wow, important. Yes. want to get married. Right, let's start like, with there. Like, oh, wow. We're, we're getting there. We're getting there. I love like, it. Like, being it. single or even in a relationship, not completely, which is not the same as being married. Mm-hmm. It's still different. Versus, or even living together, like, which one of you are living with your significant others? That's a big step in itself, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm not. All right, so I'm I'm living with my girlfriend right now. Okay, so that's close. How long have you been living uh, with them? Her, sorry. Uh, living with her for around close to three years now. Yeah. So you heard? Have you heard that we're married couples who are already living together? Once they get married, it's like, oh, if you ask them, how does it feel, or is anything different? They're like, no, oh, it's the same because we've been living together already. So, based just based on that answer, you're the closest of, you know, three of you guys, three, yeah, to being married. I'm just pointing that out. Um, <laughs> so, the so my point is, even before I got married, it was just more like, yeah, I just rather not necessarily you, want to get married. Did you cohabitate with uh, uh, your significant other for like quite some time before you got married? No, it was only a few months. Oh, yeah, interesting. We was it kind of okay. to like test it out or? Yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. We actually we dated. We got engaged six months after we met. Wow! Oh wow! Yeah, I don't think Ryan knows that. I don't think Ryan knows. I don't the know whole that. Story. You I don't know the whole story <laughs> of how we. 
Wait, so you met you met her in Toronto? No, no. Oh no, <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> This story Please, is good. such a good friend, right? Yeah, we're gonna very. I know, right? <laughs> yes, that's, that's why gonna, we need this episode. Yeah, but this time was gonna sh- will end up shifting instead. If, all right, let's but go anyway, back to in marriage. Case, I'll try to summarize. Just a little bit, it. I guess, just a little bit, just summarize it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I visited Hong Kong for a friend's wedding, and then I was swiping in Hong Kong, right? And that's where we matched on Company's Bagel, if people mm-hmm. still use that. Mm-hmm. And then let's see, know everything about it. And then that. So do you. <laughs> yeah, that like Christmas we met up in New York City, and that's when we first like started dating. But you are originally from Toronto. Yeah. And she's from Hong Kong. Yes. Oh, okay. And then but you guys met like, up in New York. Yeah, she has family in New York. She lived hmm. in New York for a bit. Ah, oh, so I see. She's kind of been in both worlds, east and west. One of those kind of mixed cultural people in a way. So what was your first date like? Do you remember? First date? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we met. It was really cold that winter. So we met. Um, I flew in, checked into our Airbnb, and then she landed. And then we met in the Empire State area. Rockefeller? Mm-hmm. Rockefeller Center? Yeah. So we met mm-hmm. in that area. And then we had dinner. That was our first date. That's a big move for a first date flying over. For Baby, both of you them, came- for- for her more than me. Yeah. What <laughs> yeah. happened to another city. Hong Kong because of her, right? Yeah, obviously. And that's where you then that's where you start cohabitating. Yes. And then right, right, right. Wow. Yeah. So let me wind mm-hmm. up a back a bit. Um, yeah, she went to how that happened was I was like, hey, we, we were chatting for a few months and I was like, oh hey, we should meet up. And Meet, meet up yeah. somewhere. I'm yeah. like, okay, well, I'm not going to go back to Hong Kong. She's living in Hong Kong at the time. And then I was like, oh, why don't we do London potentially? And then I looked at the flights. I'm like, okay, it's probably too expensive. Um, <laughs> and then New York is closer. So New York's a little right. better. Because you know, she flops, right. like you can still hang on New York and feel mm-hmm. people. It's all good, right? So then, and then she said she had family. So like, perfect. I was like, come to New York. Uh, I bought my ticket right away and I sent it to her. I was like, here's my ticket. I'll be there. Wow. Whether you show up or not, you know, it's up to you. It's in your hands now, right? So I prefer not to be in my hands. So, and then I think That's she found a, sweet. She yeah, a decent flight. Sweet. And then, uh, anyway, we met up. And she had, she was flexible at the time. I think she was in between jobs, mm. sort of doing her own entrepreneurial thing. So then, yeah, at the time she's like, sure. Wow. Uh, yeah. Now, she's not atypical. I've heard a few of these similar stories in Hong Kong, like people I've met. So, mm-hmm. Usually, this I, story didn't end well, the ones uh, I heard. You know. <laughs> right. it, it, yeah, you're right, though. It's not like we, it's been smooth sailing. That's my point, right? It it's kind been. of like a leap of faith, you know? Can you see where I'm coming from? Like, you know, you meet yeah, somewhere in, in between. And... To fly somewhere else to meet somebody that you've never met. Yeah, it was. It was. Basically, well, my goal was to find someone as, I guess, crazy as me, right? So if someone's willing <laughs> to do that, then that's a good start already. Because most mm. people would probably turn me down. Mm. I would think. Mm. But yeah. you, you, you proposed here after six months of meeting with her? Yeah. Oh, wow. So then that's just part of, like, uh-huh. the marriage question, right? It's like, yeah. well, why get married in the first place? How do you know when you want to get married? Yes. Um, let's, let's answer these questions. And then even after that, it's kind of like, <laughs> once you are married... How do you figure things out, right? So it's like a whole spectrum of 
topics. Yeah. So let's start with the first question that you asked. What was it again? (laughs) (laughs) Why do you want to get married? Why did I want to get married? Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, I remember. So those six months, I was, what's the, I think the term head over heels in love. Mm -hmm. Like just, what is it? It's that initial feeling when you meet someone. You're very excited. Honeymoon phase. Honeymoon phase. Yeah. Just like all the emotions, all the the feelings, the nut the not logical stuff. So mm-hmm. I was pretty like infatuated. Yeah, I felt it. I felt it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in my head, I was like, okay, can I think of this logically? You know, because when you think, when, since I'm in it, usually you hear this of other people. So it's all good. You can be like, okay, this is pretty stupid. And like, probably mm-hmm. won't work out. But you, when saying, you're in it yourself, I guess. Work out. Once you're in it, then you have yeah. to sort of separate yourself. So I already know that it doesn't really make sense probably won't work out but again it is a leap of faith and then yeah i was just so infatuated with her Mm -hmm. i was like okay let's just do it um part of me was just like i've never really felt it before so you know maybe i'll just lean into that feeling and hope it works out so david would you say you need a little little kind of craziness and infatuateness to kind of you know go ahead and be like you know what let's get married yeah basically Wow. Wait, but did so, she show like signs or things that made you feel like this was the it's person? It's like the checkbox. Mm, this is what yeah. I'm looking for. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, he, Leslie, he, he's being recorded right now. What do you expect him to say? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, it could no, be, I mean, I mean it could be, be like, honest. Yeah. <laughs> was it like this person, like, oh, okay, she filled all the checkbox check boxes, so I want to marry this person? Or you had in your mind you wanted to marry this person, you wanted to marry someone? And then, no, see, this person I did not want to get married. I, I was pretty happy. Oh, I was wow. very happy with my life hmm. in okay. that stage. So I was what? 32, 32, mm-hmm. 33. Mm-hmm. So, okay. David, sorry, I was always under the impression that you want to settle down. <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, before, at some point, at some point that, I, I always had down. Yeah, but before, before we got married, you know, I was enjoying life, that mm-hmm. stage of my life, where it's, mm-hmm. you're, you, have a nice, you have a good job, you have some money, spend um, no real obligations, mm-hmm. right, to anyone, really. So, really, I think I just had this, I was in a good stage, mm-hmm. and then you just meet the right person, who I think I'm at the right, I think was the right person. Mm-hmm. And then, so, and then my life flips, basically, just from meeting mm-hmm. that one person. Wow. So when you asked her to marry you in like six months, was she shocked or was she like, you know, like, she saw it coming? Then she's like, okay, let's do it. Oh, okay. Yeah. She just I got the, accepted the ring me. and was kind like, of, okay. Yeah, kind of similar to me. Yeah. In that way. Willing to take the leap. Hmm. I'm going to go with that theme today, I guess. So would you, would you say, would you say, so expectation versus, versus reality, right? I mean, because you, you, you guys are already living together and after marriage has that kind of changed the dynamics or really essentially just a paper and a ceremony like what, what does that feel like for you um before we ever got married we had a conversation about uh shit. it was about love okay it was about unconditional love. Mm-hmm. so there's different kinds of loves right we were talking about 
love between your parents, love between your siblings, love between your friends, love between yep. your f- pets, and then a romantic love. Um, well, what are the differences, right? So if you all, I don't know any of your backgrounds with your parents anyways. Mm-hmm. It's not everyone has good relationships with their parents. Mm-hmm. So I think for both of us, we both very much love our parents um, mm-hmm. because we're lucky that they're both, in a way, they're both there for us and we know that we're loved. So in, in that way, when you're a kid, the unconditional love comes from your parents, right? They give it to yeah. us. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, I think every child is deserving of that. Um, yeah. But if you don't get that, it probably messes you up, I would think. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about that. Okay, so there's unconditional love between parents that would give to their child. Um, and at some point, we talked about, okay, what about unconditional love between um, your partner, your romantic partner? So it was really, I was like, yeah, kind of. But I, I, but I was like, well, then her point was, you know, at what stress, what kind of breaking point can cause love to break between a romantic partner? Because between um, a parent and a kid, that unconditional love is very hard to break. In order to break that, I think you'd have to do something very extreme. But, and I'm extreme as in like, let's say, just, I'm just saying extreme. Like in the US, if you shoot up some mass shooting, for example, just something ridiculous. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. But even that, That's crazy. I yeah. think, I, I don't know, but I'm sure the parents would be devastated. But in some weird way, they still have some kind of love for their kid. Yeah. I don't, I just, that's what I think anyway. Yeah, example. Uh, yeah, yeah. So gotcha. then my wife is just like, well, if there's unconditional love between us, is there a stress breaker? So, you know, simple things, cheating. Hong Kong is very popular, right? That is in itself its own topic. Right? <laughs> cheating is just... Yeah, we, talk, we talked about Apparently, it. We talked about this in our yeah. previous right? podcast. So exactly, yeah. I figured. Yep. Um, that's a big one. But what else, mm-hmm. right? Money. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess where you want to go in life, right? Career. Values. Yeah, um, yeah values. Mm-hmm. Values are very important. Mm-hmm. Kids. Yes. Um, but what's the breaking point, right? So that's just sort of what we talked about. It actually got me really thinking. So like, if you're going into marriage, you have to figure, I think it's important to say, if you can say to yourself, I unconditionally love this person, um, mm-hmm. that helps. Even though there's still a breaking point. I don't know what the breaking point is because we talked about those scenarios. You're like, what, what if I cheat on you or she cheats on me? Like, Is that a deal breaker? Right, right, right. Talked about it. Yeah. yeah, I remember I, I had very, like, yeah, she brought, if I cheat on you, will you divorce me? And I'm like, probably, right? <laughs> That's my initial yeah. answer. So I, even today, the question is probably, but I, I don't know. I know she don't have the answer because it's complicated, right? Like, right. can you forgive someone? I mm-hmm. I don't know because it hasn't happened. Well, if we're married, as far as I know, she has not cheated on me and I have not cheated on right. her. So I don't mm-hmm. know. Right what their breaking point is. And I don't want to find out, right? I'm not going to cheat to find out, oh, do you unconditionally love me? That's not how it works, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, yeah, so that, that was one of the, I guess, key important points of uh, mm-hmm. wanting to get married and being married is mm-hmm. that unconditional well, love. So what what were the breaking points that you guys discussed? Was it like... Yeah, the cheating. Children. Uh, children. Well, children's not... We, we both want kids, so mm-hmm. it's not a breaking point was there was there like a dis- well, one that you didn't agree with or was one they had to talk about quite a bit like finances or no we talked about it all we talked about it mm-hmm. all. we talked but about finances 
was it like when you talked about it, then you guys agreed to most of it. So then that's why you decide to take the leap of faith to propose, get married. No, that's, we had those conversations I think before and after we got married. How early on in the relationship did you guys have these kind of conversations? Just around like a few months in. Ooh. I felt I felt like I want to see a serious. So like month four, mm-hmm. month five, month six-ish. Mm-hmm. So right after the conversation, you're like, okay, giving out the ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so David, question comes is like, when, when you hand out the ring, how, well, do you kind of know for a fact that she's going to say yes. Are you kind of, you know, again, going with the leaf of fate, you know what? I see what she thinks. We talked about yes, it, right? Yes. So then you kind of know what they would say. So you kind of yeah, hinted it. Yeah, she kind of knew. Because mm-hmm. right, 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 right. I feel like the, the US is like the popular one where you kind of surprise the other person to get married and then you don't know if they want to get married or not. So then sometimes that person will say no, which I feel like usually you want to have that conversation first. So you kind of understands that oh this person will want to get married with me so that's why i propose it was not yeah it was not that situation it was not a complete yeah. because from from yeah, from social media sometimes you you see like the post saying oh i said yes yay i was like you know deep was like uh we, i think you could have said yes anyway right like you know like <laughs> well, uh, i mean that's fine I, i've yeah. seen the ones where like the person says no have you seen those ones? Oh, like yeah. maybe like in the baseball stadium, and then like they the guy proposes, and the girl's like, "Oh no, sorry." It's like, "Oh, I, I think for guys, it's such a it, oh, it's David, such a David Sorry, like, those could be staged. I think those could be staged. Like it could be. Could be. I could tr- tr- like <clears throat> I could troll people with my wife and I. I could propose to her like in some <laughs> random city and tell her to turn me down and hopefully go viral just for shit and giggles. We walk out of the stadium with holding hands. <laughs> but, but I just feel like this move is so big for guys, where guys have to make sure like there's a chance that she's gonna say a good chance that she's gonna say yes before you make the move. Yeah, but I feel yeah. like they should know already, right? Like you guys should have. T- talked about it logical guys yeah but you know like some yeah people like, you know what i feel like that's the moment let's do it and then the girl's like wait what, what are you even doing like that's all right <laughs> what are you doing totally right put that put that ring away <laughs> <laughs> yeah so in my case right i just like i'm gonna go by i felt it mm-hmm. nothing logical about it S- somewhat logical because you asked was it logical but if you're asking me before we met her if that would ever happen to like play it out scenario of like you know what are you talking about I would never, that doesn't sound like me at all. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't act like that or do that. Mm-hmm. Right. Then, yeah. So, so David, I guess, I guess I have a question is so, so for, for my case, right? So since I'm living with my girlfriend, we talked about marriage, right? So for us, there is not much of an imme- immediate need to get married because we're already living together. We feel like unless we want to have kids, and we plan to have kids, then I guess these things do matter because obviously it has a legal binding, right? So I guess how we are seeing is, is, and you know, it's funny enough, maybe like a few years down the road, if I listen back to today's podcast, I'd be like, well, what, a, what an idiot I'm saying this. But as of now, right, how we're seeing it is, it's just a, it's, it's like a formality where, and we talked about this and John Leslie giving me all this shit, but I do want to ask, you know, David is, how we're seeing it is since we're living anyway, it doesn't change the way we're living anyway after the marriage or whatever. Um, it is obviously making it hard for us to quote unquote break up. But if people do want to divorce, they will find a way and do it, right? So in in a sense, we don't feel that need at the moment. But what, what do you feel? What do you feel, David? Has has that changed 
how you kind of see your partner, how you, you know, interact with her after signing that paper, or literally now you think about it. Yeah, right. I think you have a point. What do you think? <laughs> in, well, in my situation, of course it mattered, right? Because we hadn't, we didn't know each other. Okay, let's be honest. We only knew each other for six months. We barely knew each other. That's why right. since we've been married, it's been rocky. Like there have been times where it's my, has, I'm just, my point is it has not been smooth sailing because mm-hmm. we didn't but, fully but that's know not each the other. Ma- that's not the marriage part. That's like co-living part, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so that's what I mean. What that's I'm why it is, is different. Does that paper, does that paper make it anything special or anything more? It does because if, because in my head, I made that commitment. So I'm honestly, I'm going to try harder. I'm going to be more willing to compromise. Whereas if we weren't married, I'd probably be more of a hard ass and probably less willing to let go of certain things. So you say kind of because of that paper, you will try to figure out. I guess you have more. It's not the paper, it's the commitment, right? The commitment and... Well, the paper comes with the commitment. Part of it, yeah. Part of that. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. So... He's the saying paper, that you don't need a paper to be committed to somebody. That's what I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you need. I don't think you need. If yeah. deep down you know, if you deep like without the paper, because forget the paper. Then. I've I in my heart committed to her without the paper. Um, we've grown together a lot since we've known each other, yeah. Uh, yeah. and I guess the most important thing is we really know each other very well. Um, after a certain amount of time, you just know each other. Like you start thinking in the same way, the length. Um, you sort of, yeah, you sort of know each other's needs and wants, um, as long as you've been communicating it. Or also, when I say it wasn't been smooth, because when we lived together, we have very different living styles. It's different, so, yeah, it's different, yeah, yeah. So we've, yeah. that was an adjustment, right? And that's where a lot of the compromise had to come. Um, so in that case, the paper does not change anything. It's your actions that are backed up by the words are backed up by your actions, and I think you would know yourself if you're honest with yourself, whether you're committed to that person or not. You don't need this part of the, do we actually need marriage? You don't need the paper to make that commitment. Um, maybe people around you might want to see it. If your parents, I, I'm sure it's very common. Your parents would, or our parents or people's parents would want to see their kids be formally married. Um, but it's really between the two people in the relationship. If you don't have a certificate, if you're not married, um, I think if you know each other so well, you know each other that you love each other and a paper is not going to change that. I think that's probably what you're trying to say. Um, and I would agree with that. I don't think you need that paper at all. You can get through life with a partner. Um, you know each other really well and you have each other. Like you, I think every day I wake up and if I go to work, I know my Agnes, my wife, she's got my back and I got hers. Don't need that paper because we've been through a lot of shit. Yep. Mm. So like, I feel more secure in a way. With that paper, no. No, it doesn't matter the paper. It's just the feeling that she's got my back. It's like, it's all mm-hmm. good. I can F up. Mm-hmm. I can probably I don't know, do something stupid. Uh, I don't know what that line is, like I said, but I can do something stupid um, without worrying too much. Mm-hmm. I guess that that's part of the that discussion when we had it. It's like, well, if you... It's hard to come up with examples, but it's just mm-hmm. it's just more of a it's kind of like your parents in a way it's like with your parents, right? If you if you f up as a kid or as a child or even now we're we're still their babies and their kids, mm-hmm. 
yeah. if you screw up, you should, I would hope you could still lean on your own parents for guidance, support, emotional support, yeah. whatever yeah. it is you need um, without doubt. And I think having that, being able to apply that to a romantic relationship is, is key. Like, because um, that's, I think that's where if you don't like I've dated other girls, that was never there. Right. Um, mm -hmm. I never felt that way. I would never. So, so that's how I know the difference between what we're in now versus, you know, what we're in, I was in, in past relationships. What did she do that made it different compared to the other girls? It's just who she is. It's just who she is. Um, so, but to be the, able to feel that, like, you know, just that was a feeling though. Yeah. 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 That's, so, that's a crazy part. If you're, I, I can just, I'll try to describe it better today. But if you're asking me back then, I had a lot of friends who were worried and asked me like, are you sure? Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like right. after six months, people will be crazy. like, "Whoa, that's but you don't yeah. know this." If I had a friend, if I was a friend of myself, I'd be like, dude, mm -hmm. like, <laughs> don't even know this girl, like, mm -hmm. like, what? Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think so. I I guess going back to you know what we just said. So why why that paper at that time is my question. Is is like is it or what's the purpose you of feel, it if, if there's no yeah, if there's if, no if, real reason exactly. to get it then why get married then oh it's just let's i was just number one it was i want to um i just was very infatuated with her just <laughs> yeah just, just so but, but why so it's part, so why, it's part why of just, that emotion just, where you yeah. feel like you need to do something yeah. more just yeah. to, right fair enough but it's like why so, not just stick to cohabitation then if if this if marriage is not a big deal i want to get married that it... <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just want to legalize it, I guess. What what David's trying to say? Yeah, Just I'm not saying everyone it... needs it. I I wanted yeah. it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. yeah. Did you guys get into any like huge fights within those six months? Mm, no, no, not really. No, it's pretty pretty all. smooth sailing. Like honeymoon period, right? So it's very yeah. I guess. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah. So I guess after, after, yeah, after yeah, for sure. Right. So I guess. John and Leslie, I want to ask you, you know, after hearing both myself and what David just described, what does marriage mean for you guys? I mean, I feel like it means the commitment and then you know this person's going to be there. The thing is, I feel like it's really, I mean, it might sound uh, cynical, but how do you know you can trust like this person's words without the paper in the ring? Yeah. Like, how do you know they're going to be committed to you? Because, like, say if you're kind of talking about yourself, say, oh, I'm going to go to the gym like three times a week because I know I'm going to do it because I believe in myself. And, you know, maybe a couple months down the line, you're like, oh, shit, I only went one one day a week, one one time this week. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. Like, to me, it's actions like, do you really, speak yeah. louder, kind like, of. You, yeah. So, like, even doing something about point, it, not just like, saying, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's where I, have some questions about it saying oh i'll give you my word and then you have to, you'll have to trust me kind of like a business like a partnership with a business i don't know doing a business deal in a way you have that contract signing, there so you signing don't your it. life away <laughs> so you know think, they'll well, do that what they'll say and you do what you'll say so that's what it is it is trust right mm -hmm. yeah so without the marriage certificate you still mm -hmm. if you see yourself Without being married, but you see yourself as having that strong commitment, then you just, mm -hmm. that trust is there, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so it is just words. 
it is always just words unless yeah unless the actions back it up mm -hmm. right so and then it's also whether you're married or not you can't predict the future so mm -hmm. how someone will you grow together will you grow apart there's no mm -hmm. guarantee with a certificate or without a certificate it actually is it becomes irrelevant right mm -hmm. so yeah what is relevant the words are relevant at the beginning which mm -hmm. are then backed up by actions mm -hmm. and then and it's also backed up by trust so, a lot so of people john can i say you know sorry go ahead. david go ahead sorry no david please just finish um, sorry ryan keep it's gonna be something about trust people. i was gonna say something about trust but anyways yeah you go ahead Mm -hmm. No, I just want to say, like, John seems like you don't um, trust people until they willing to sign that paper. <laughs> really? Is that is that what you got from what I said? <laughs> is that, that's not what is I that, Is that really what, said, what you got from that... what I said? It's like, hey, Ryan, uh, I only go to the gym with you unless you sign this contract with me or else you're not oh, my friend I knew you could bring that up. I knew you could bring that up. See, that's okay. what you're trying to say. Hey. That's what I'm trying to say. Man. No, I remember what I was going to say. It was, um, <laughs> okay, some people have trust issues, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. guys or girls doesn't matter uh, for whatever reasons but there's always a yeah underlying probably deep issue why they're trusting so if you've dated people if you've met lots of people you mm -hmm. come across people who just aren't trusting right you tell them yeah, yeah. maybe they don't believe you they think you're bullshitting them mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. or I had yeah so if you meet people right if you dated someone and you say you're going to be somewhere they just don't really like deep down they don't really believe where you are for you know they're because of their history, right? So I've experienced that, right? Um, mm -hmm. If you were to marry that person, then hopefully by that point or even after at some point that they fully trust you based on your words and based on your actions. If you can't fully trust your significant other, then like, I don't know, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I think, I don't know. I think we're still stuck on the question like why I get married then. Yeah, I said that. I. I ask because I don't even know, and I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> but on paper, right? So in in anyways, whether you have it or not, I think it's just a commitment you're making between two people. Mm -hmm. And there's a some there is an element, and I would, in my opinion, of unconditional love. Um, again, the trust, right? That belief um, has to be strong in each other. Being able to, like, if you become parents, right? You're taking a journey together. Do you trust the other person to be a good parent? It depends how you want it. Like if you want to raise your kid mm -hmm. and this is, comes with the values again, right? Your values need to match. How do you want to raise that kid, right? Do you want them to have the best of everything? If that's the case, you're going to need time and money, right? Therefore, you both have to be aligned on trying to strive high in your careers. Um, if you don't, if you both, if there's a misalignment there, right? Then that's going to be issues, right? What if one person says, Oh, my kid doesn't need the best everything. My kid doesn't need to go to the best schools. Whereas the other person says, my kid needs to go to the best schools. Mm -hmm. How are you going to figure that out? Right? So those are the, you don't even have to be married, right? You can have a kid outside of marriage, um, but you still need to somewhat agree on those things because then it's just going to create a lot of friction. So I heard one thing. Also to go off of that, I've heard like one thing to know that this person is, someone you feel like you can marry or someone you can be with is if you can negotiate with them. So like we said, though, if this person wants to send the kids to the best schools, but you feel like you don't have to, like, how do you negotiate that? I feel like when you figure out how to talk to this person and if they are willing to also talk about it and negotiate too, and then you come out 
of that discussion was something that you're both happy with. I think that kind of builds that trust in the relationship, which kind of makes you start thinking, oh, maybe this person's, I could, you know, discuss things with them and perhaps go through, I don't know, solve problems with them when we get married. So I feel like that could be, sounds like that's one of them. Uh, yeah, so in my in my head, communication mm-hmm. and problems, conflict resolution. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, whether you do it before or after you're married, as long as you can do it, then you're in a good match, potential match. I feel like before um, marriage would be but, good. Yeah, right? exactly. But you don't have to figure out, maybe you never, like, mm-hmm. if that's something that is important, if someone can't, if you cannot resolve conflicts with someone, then that is a potential red flag, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe some people don't care about that right so then it's not a red flag which is why you know finding a partner is not simple because there's all these potential issues uh, that can crop up because we're so every we're all very so we're so unique so yeah we're all very we have all of our nuances right? as you get to know a person that makes us very different mm-hmm. that's the only hear from you want to hear from me <laughs> Yeah, but what well, does you your know, I, mean I, from I, a girl you know? perspective? Yeah. From a girl perspective. Um, I think from a girl, oh, I don't know. I can't speak from all girls, but for me, like ever since I was a kid, I guess, I've always dreamt of, you know, that one day I'm going to be in a wedding dress and get married to someone. Like, you know, even in movies, they portray that, like, or Disney, like a lot of princesses, they find their prince, things like that. Like you get like that ingrained in your head I think as a kid for me a little bit Mm -hmm. so like I don't know for me I've always thought about getting married one day like I want to like what David said he wanted to get married right so I think that's always been something that I want one day as long as I you know meet the right person yeah I think it's like a social thing you think it's like a social thing or you're like actually deep down you like want to but don't know how to explain it um I think yeah I don't know how to explain that. Like, it's something I've always wanted. I guess it's like also people around me, like everyone I know does get married. And so like, you know, you see that and you kind of want that throughout like, you know, different like life stages as you're growing up. So I think, I think, yeah. And it is a huge commitment to be like with someone, you know, it's a life partner. I think it is the action. You think social pressure, social pressure and peer pressure plays a role in it Mm, maybe a little bit but I think deep down I for me it's more of like that's always been something I want so yeah that's my views on it what do you think Ryan so same I don't know so I (laughs) so I googled what's the purpose of marriage (laughs) all right of course we should have started the podcast with that so God God designed marriage oh for my three God, really? primary purposes. All right. Companionship, procreation, and redemption. So this is the idea. I guess that's the idea of you know where, where kind of marriage comes from from the old days, right? It's like part of the church thing, religious thing. And then it seems like nowadays, and we talked about this, how social media and like people around you does play a role. In, in 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 relationships right so it seems like oh shit like to make it official now we have to get married right not official but like the the ultimate completeness right of your relationship is to get married 
that's from an outside perspective, right? The societal social media. And I feel like, especially as Asian, we get that pressure somehow, some way. Even your parents are like, yeah, oh, I don't care, whatever. You're a guy, whatever. Actually, my parents. You still feel like, oh, like you do want. <laughs> wait, what? Yeah, my parents never really like said, "Well, when are you gonna get married? When are you gonna get married?" They never said anything like that. So well, I'm sure some people would do. But I feel like most most Asian parents would like kind of ask. Want your, yeah, especially like for Asian girl. I think Asian women they get a lot of pressure from the parents. From what I hear, because they want grandchildren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it it seems like getting married. Was put an extra emphasis on your relationship, but in reality, it's 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 similar to sh- social media in a, in a way. It just showing people that oh wow, you guys are officially together, married. <laughs> but it's you know at the end of the day, it's it's just backed by like a paper. Well, okay, fine, the legal stuff plays a role. But if you factor all that out, what are we? I mean, John, going back to what you said, right? Like it seems like birds. It's not enough. You need the action, right? And mar- marriage for you is like a commitment thing where they're willing to put their name down. But but then why, you know, with all the rate of divorce increasing every year, spiking up, mm-hmm. it seems like that commitment is just wishy-washy in a way. Um. I don't know. I, I don't know about the reason for the divorce. I feel like one of the reasons, I mean, this is like a separate topic. As I feel like reason for the divorce is nowadays it makes it a lot easier for divorces. Say like the no fault, no fault divorce law that came out. So I think that's what started a lot of people to get divorced. I'm not sure why. Is that, like, a, Hong, have, is that a Hong Kong law? I think Hong Kong has it. But I think it came from the U.S. So, but I don't know. Not sure exactly why people get divorced more often now. I know women like it says like women initiate the divorce most of the time. But other than that, not sure what else. But so then, yeah. Actually, I feel like I don't know. I feel like it's for your friend for friends. You see people get married, so all people get married and all that stuff. But I feel like a lot of people are saying that they don't really believe in marriage anymore. I feel like this that's a growing uh, sentiment towards marriage. Is it because like they see the divorce rates like increasing? Possibly. And also maybe they see that their parents got divorced too. So like, oh, it's like parents are going to get divorced anyway. I so think what? Your, your upbringing what? also affects that. Like if you were, you know, brought up in a family that like your parents are very loving and, mm-hmm. you know, very supportive and things like that, you would want that mm-hmm. when you're older. Whereas if you grew up with maybe like a single parent household, mm-hmm. then marriage might not be something that you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I also think that plays a role in why people want to get married or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, like, but- I, I see, uh, okay, so to be fair, I see where John's coming from in terms of, like, the commitment thing where you're supposed to make it difficult. I think we talk about this, where you're supposed to be mm-hmm. making it difficult for people to divorce such that they mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. twice or, like, you know, make sure they go through and try out all 
Yeah, it kind of like forces you to stick together to solve the problem rather than like split up. Because possibly maybe like solving the problem might be easier than splitting up. It kind of make forces you to do it. But uh, another thing, I just feel like if that marriage doesn't work out at the end, the couple decided to get divorced because they believe in marriage so much and they put in so much effort into it. Mm-hmm. The aftermath of that is gonna harm them, right? You have to think of, oh wow, like I I I I try mm-hmm. so hard, but then wait. You know, it mm-hmm. doesn't work out. Like, am I a failure in life? What uh, What is next? I mean, obviously people move on eventually, but that recovery stage, because you have such a high expectation that, oh, got to make this work, right? Mm-hmm. It's tough. And that's where people get, you know, depression and stuff. Do they? You get depression <laughs> from <it's>... anything. <laughs> that's true. Nowadays you get depression from anything. But I didn't fact check that. Sorry, don't call me on that. But I feel like <laughs> if you if you expect if so much in that marriage, right? It's like, oh, that's that's the that's the one, you know, gotta be. Yeah, but then work. the thing but is it doesn't like, work. Yeah, but the thing then, is, like, say if you have an argument with someone and I don't know, you're supposed to be with this person, you have an argument, then would you even try to resolve it? Because maybe like, oh, you're like, fuck this. I don't want to, I don't care. I want to do my own thing. I don't care about what they want. I just want to do what I want. So I'm divorcing you. Well, you, like, um, yeah, just like that example is just early stages of dating too, right? Mm-hmm. Or at some stage, you're more willing to walk away. Or mm-hmm. You're just, oh, we're just a few months into a relationship. Yeah. Walk away. Because you have to think about the other person too. So yeah. yeah no, and divorce. I've been hearing the divorce rate as high since I was a kid. So that, mm-hmm. that's kind of... That's, yeah, scary, really, right? Pretty scary, it's, right? It's, it's, no, no, it's actually just irrelevant to me. Like, I think it's just oh. a case-by-case basis. Like, mm-hmm. shit happens, right? So um, I think even going into the marriage, you know it's a possibility. I know it's still a possibility, right? You cannot tell the future, right? I can never say it's never going to happen. Uh, I also can say maybe it won't ever happen either, right? But to me, that's just part of life. Like, it should happen, it should it's happen. Leap like, of faith. Yeah. yeah with it david something you brought up earlier in this podcast is unconditional love right where you 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 ask yourself whether i can give that person your your, your significant half the unconditional love um you know you brought up an example what if you know for example they cheat right can you still love them the way you used to right i mean that's that's a very good question because you want you you want that unconditional from your partner but can you yourself give that Conditional love, right? Um, and maybe you have to <laughs> figure that out before you get married. Maybe, or you know, if you ever get married, I mean, it's it's something that you we, people should think about. I, I just think. Yeah, it's more of a question because there's no answer. It's a question. Yeah, it's a Unless, question. That's a, yeah, the question You're is so tough. Sure it's yourself. tough to answer. Mm-hmm. It's very yeah. Because yeah. it's kind of like yeah, I could actually love you, cheat on me, I'll still love you. Like, <laughs> I don't know. That'd be like, tough, man. Right? <laughs> I feel like if you have like uh like kids, maybe, maybe Compl- like kids, but you never know. Complicated, it's, it's, right? it's, yeah, it's, it's complicated. Yeah. Everything is overcomplicated. Yeah, well, then Leslie, yeah, you wanna you wanna show a nice household with your kids, but if you've been if you've been hurt by the other person, there's no longer trust. Then how do you make sure those kids grow up in a good environment, right? 
Mm-hmm. You can't. It's hard. Can you still love their it's other hard parent? To build that. Yeah, yeah there's no trust. It's messy. It's messy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just people I know that are, have messy marriages, and and it is what it is. You hope they can figure it out, but then as a friend, I'm just watching. Really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's I another think... story. It's another story. Yeah. Yeah, seeing friends in messy relationships. I think that's another topic. Because yeah. another thing I've talked about is how can you help them? Um, is there a way Oof. to help? But there isn't really. Yeah, that's, my that's tough. Like, yeah, sometimes they don't even want you to help. Exactly. Another topic. If you guys mm-hmm. ever that's another topic. Of, but I do right, want to just, just These are potential topics you can have in the future. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to ask you because we, we touch upon co living and, you know, how, how's that played out? And I guess how long did it take you to kind of gel with the other person? Would you say three months or one after a year? <laughs> well, it's Lizzie. Oh, so right now only Ryan and I live with our significant others. Yeah. Okay. Have Jonathan and Leslie. Leslie, have you ever lived with a significant other? I have. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have. Mm-hmm. Then, then, we, then I don't. So to, I'll try to answer all these questions, but we're still working on it to this day. So we've been living together for three years, right? So four years. Hmm. Four and a half Wait, years. How, saying how to live with your significant other? Yeah, there's other? just certain things that I'll do now. Just like, okay, just very simple stuff. When I, after I wash the dishes, which is lucky that I do, I think, in the first place. Ooh. Oh. I, will wait. <laughs> I do that too. Whoa. Yes. I do that too. <laughs> Leslie's no, That's not my point, though. Let me get to that. I'm already, so, first of all, I'm already doing the dishes. Okay. But, which I should be doing. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm, part of me, like, the part of me is just like, yeah, you're lucky that I'm even doing it. But I, I, I just leave the, the sponge in the sink. Yeah, that pisses okay. her off. That's just one of her whatever. So, you should say why it me, pisses her off. What? You should say why it pisses her off. She just thinks mold will grow in it if you leave it there for too long. Oh, interesting. So I'm like, I'll try to remember. I tried. I do try to remember, but like, <laughs> it's just fucking like in my head, right? Just fucking sponge. Mm-hmm. Like I'm are already washing over the dishes. <laughs> it's not an I argument, don't though, think right? she's arguing. I'm not gonna argue. She's, she's telling me I, do I, it. But it's no, a lot of little no compromise. It's there. a lot of these little things that, yeah, yeah, that you just got. It's do. all about compromising, though. Can be. Mm-hmm. I mean, did it scare you at the beginning? The idea of living together is like, oh shit, like because you you used to be, you know, you you like that freedom, right? You never thought of settling down, and then now you're living with this person. You have to see them every day. That's Ryan's them. first date question. You want to live together? <laughs> yeah, he'll ask his date. Yeah. <laughs> Are you open? Because for me, I feel like that's the first. That's the yeah, yeah, that's the reason. Cool. David. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. Because. That. Sorry. No, go on. That's my point. It's just one of the reasons to move in together, right? Would be to split rent in Hong Kong as well, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not. That's not. That's where I'm coming from. I, I'm just saying, like, it's important because then you know the other, your your partner more, and you just cut the chase and feel like oh can i live with that person if not then you know move on well, did, so did it scare you did it scare no, you no, no. or it something me. that you're open be like you know what i'm willing to give it a try no that that doesn't even cross my mind being scared yeah so because for john and leslie they prefer to take their time you know chill a little bit get to know them a little bit more and then they consider to move in together right 
Yeah, because it is a big step. So you should, logically speaking, this is me talking to myself. <laughs> or Leslie wife, nodding right? her head. You should take your time. You, logically, you, you should take your saying, time. I've, see? Get <laughs> to know the other person. Yeah, Not everyone is that logical in love. Yeah, but you should get like, to know like Ryan. <laughs> Ryan's not yeah, logical. Yeah, you just at go all. boom. <laughs> so, hey, we're living together. Oh. How's hey, your date? How's your timing. date? How's your date last week? Oh, she moved in last night. <laughs> <laughs> but have you done Actually, that before, Ryan? Like, I had a friend you... who that happened to though. Like, he oh, really? gave the girl like first night stand, and then right. like she she managed to like. Get her way in, and she ended up living with him for like the next couple months. Don't I think like, that's her strategy. That's her plan. Slowly, I know, kind of, kind of, right? no, no. So, yeah, it's funny because um, she she she's pretty cool. Person, she's like she's a cool person, very sociable. Um, but then all, all you start peeling these layers. Like he started peeling layers and learning things about her. And then there's a reason. There's like a whole story, and there's a reason why she lashed onto him and lived, lived there right Ooh. away. Just. There's more nuances with that. It's not like Whoa. he wanted that. <laughs> a lot of nuances to that story. Joel, we were about to ask you something. I forget. Oh, so oh, back to that story, though. I was his roommate at the time. So I saw all that shit happen. No. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> flatmate. Sorry, flatmate. Yeah. 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 Actually, oh, yeah. Question for Ryan. Like, say, like, when you said, uh, if you know you could live with this person, is there, like, any lines that you have like, in terms of like, oh, if you do this and like, we're not, we're, we're going to break up with you in terms of like living. Has that happened to you before? Because remember you mentioned someone was like too dirty or something. Yeah. If they eat, if they eat on my bed, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yo, like seriously, like oh, some girls like eating chips after? on their bed. I'm even kidding. Some girls like eating chips on their bed. If I come home one day, I see, I see my girlfriend doing that. Yeah, what thing does that? It's like I see you like I see you next life. I see you next life. <laughs> That's funny. So Agnes That's eats so in bad. bed, oh. and I'll be like, "Yo, give me some of that." <laughs> see, that's different. See, different people have different approach. Yeah, I guess for Agnes, if I leave two sponge after cleaning, I'm done. Right? <laughs> Why well, you leave two? Is the one? Like, where the hell does other sponge come right? from? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Interesting. Leslie, yeah. what about you? How how is me? your cool living experience like? And has that damaged your relationship in a way? I I, I talked about this last like before, how I had like negative experiences from living together. Look, like, I started living together right from day one, also. Oh yeah. how did that happen though? One how night stand and move her like, shit like, in. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we're both not from hong kong so it was mainly because we wanted to split rent okay, like, it just made the that. most so you, yeah it's the most so you're the girl that latches on the guy uh, no i oh. am not <laughs> you latch on each other man convenient honestly you split rent you have place. a roommate that you could yeah. bang you know yeah it just made the most sense <laughs> to be honest because it's a good thing right yeah. we yeah so that's why we did that but normally i wouldn't do that it was just because we had kind of like no other options at that time. Yeah. And yeah, I just feel like living together start it wasn't a good thing for me. So but what happened? What happened? Like because like, like I mentioned last time, like how when you just start the relationship, yeah, like it's honeymoon phase, but like um 
like when you guys come across like conflict or things that piss each other off like for example the the sponge thing right like if you don't love each other yet you're not gonna be as willing to like compromise or like be accepting of the things that the other person does that annoys you whereas like if you live with someone maybe after a year and you already love this person like you're more willing to look over these things that's my opinion what are your thoughts on that david <laughs> because you live with your wife now a couple months in yeah um most stuff now doesn't bother me just like yeah but like back then like thinking back you know a couple or, months in dating yeah, yeah. well I, I just have to override my initial like thoughts like okay it's just a sponge okay right so like, okay <laughs> override override and just go okay fuck i'll just Try to my best to remember and just put it on on the side where it's supposed to where it should go where she wants to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's really just I have a default but, state, right? My default state is to leave the sponge in the sink. I just have to override it and just put it there. Mm-hmm. Just gotta do it. Hey, I I feel like today's topic uh for this episode should be sponge after marriage. What? What? Leaving sponge. What does after- that make sense? Hey. Yeah, that doesn't even hey. make sense. Sorry, it's it's a, I'm trying to think of like a witty. My bad. No, but hey, Leslie, what, what? we we said was, um, it seems like your toler your tolerance level increase as you date that person, so you were able to tolerate more. I thought it'd be the opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have thought the opposite too, right? Wouldn't your tolerance level be higher at the beginning? Because you're at like a lovey-dovey stage. Yeah, but right at the beginning, yes. But I'm talking about like maybe, I don't know, closer to So that sponge doesn't seem as bad at the first few months that it is like one year down the road. It's like, oh gosh, again. Or like, you know, first time she said it, I would be like, yeah. Just and I just feel like I don't know. Like when you're down the, the road, start, you're like, again, really? Seriously? You know, like that <laughs> temper just comes in, you know. Yeah, but remember, from her perspective, it's like really you can't just put the sponge on where it needs to go. It's like yeah, no. but think about like if, if that's the first month, she'd be like, "Hey, David, remember the sponge?" After you'd be like, "Again, David? Seriously? You know, like you see, like." <laughs> but what Leslie was saying is, you wouldn't put up for that at the beginning because there isn't much love developed at the beginning. But I think what John and I was saying is, at the beginning, people do have more tolerance. I don't know if it's like the love part. I think maybe it's just you're, you, you don't feel like saying anything because you're like, oh, it's fine. Put up. I feel like it. that tolerance I don't know is just, you don't want to be like, you don't want to make like them angry too. I think yeah. that's, a, that's the very, because you, you don't know how they're going to them. Yeah, you don't know them that well. Exactly, exactly. That's my point. Yeah, so so with my, with Angus, I prefer that she just tells me, right? Rather than have her hold it in mm-hmm. and me leaving the sponge in the sink, pissing her <laughs> off all the time. Right, she can tell me, and I can, I can just then I can decide whether I want to keep that. It stays in the sink, yeah. Or I can just lift this. Like it's really, let's talk. Okay, it's not a big deal. I just kind of forget. I am forgetful, so it happens. So she knows mm-hmm. that. So if I forget, she kind of knows. So I do my best to put the sponge or just in this placeholder. Hmm. But yeah, my preference is that she tells me because I, I, yeah, I for sure am more on the side of just let your feelings out, communicate, 
China totally sure. means. Yeah, I that should be the key like, to any any um, relationship, whether it's marriage or not. Communicate. Yeah. That's really everyone, every relationship. The key word. <laughs> no, seriously, they, they, David, thanks a lot for sharing with us. Yeah. And as I said at the beginning, is like you're really willing to, you know, there's no BS. Like what, what was happening, you're willing to share. And I really appreciate that all along. Yeah. Thanks for having me. And who's do. your audience, by the way? Who is our audience? Yeah. Oh, so you know who your audience now. is. I think mainly our friends, but. <laughs> no, we actually have people growing. from like all over the world. Like we can people, check who listens. Quite a few people from Canada, I think. Like, you can check their IPs, right? Or like who's. Yeah, like, like countries. Yeah. Yeah, I'll show you yeah, which country like people listen yeah. from. And there's quite a lot of places that we're shocked to see. Nice. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful to have you, David. I've been, you know, telling you to come on, come on. And, you know, <laughs> finally you're here. Yeah, thanks very, for selling me on that. Grateful. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, it was fun. Thanks, we'll talk again Keep later. Joining, David. Cheers. Next talk. Yeah, cheers. Thanks. <laughs> bye. 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 bye.